On this week's episode of Saturation, Kate and Grace talk Oscar nominations, snubs, and the year's must-sees. Beauty gurus stole headlines this week as Jeffree Star and his boyfriend Nathan called it quits after five years, and Nikki Tutorials came out as transgender. There's trouble in paradise at Buckingham Palace, and apparently Canada is the move. It's been an eventful week. You won't want to miss this one. everyone we are live with saturation um me and kate have gotten on a pretty good schedule of recording on tuesday nights it makes it really current for you guys we both have availability um but i was just telling kate and i haven't told him this story yet but i am in such a bad mood from work so yeah she she literally (laughs) the skype opened and i was like how are we and she was like i'm in such a bad mood from work and i was like hold on let me record (laughs) Yeah, so it's just... Tell us about it. Okay, let me start by saying that every single day at work, I leave and I go home for lunch. It's good for my mental health to take some time away from the office in the middle of the day. Mm -hmm. It breaks up my day. It's good for me. There are occasional days when my office decides to plan something for lunch. Mm -hmm. Literally my least favorite thing in the world when they do that because... I don't get to leave, and therefore, I'm not at the office for eight hours that day, but I'm there for nine. I see. Wait, let me ask a question. So, you mean, like, they plan something at the office? Like, this isn't, like, a go-out-to-eat thing. This is, like, something at the office. No, no, no. So, like, one time, it was, like, a um, company Thanksgiving. Today, it was a lunch and learn. (laughs) God. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not the first lunch and learn we've had. So <laughs> I got to be there for nine hours when I'm paid to work 40 hours a week, but I'm now working 41 because I attended a lunch and learn. That puts me in such a bad mood to begin with. <laughs> so then the clock hits 5.30 and I'm packing my things up and I book it out of there. Uh-huh. And my supervisor chases me out and says, "Um, oh, our programmer needs that stuff that you were just working on tonight so that she can have it ready for lunch tomorrow. I said, I thought lunch was Thursday. And she said, uh, kinda. And I said, okay. And she's like, so can I send her that stuff? And I said, yeah, it's on the server. (laughs) Like, oh, and mind you, this little project she was telling me about that is ready, needs to be ready for lunch tomorrow she came over to my desk to discuss at 5.10. Right. I'm like, if this is so pressing and needs to be like be ready to go tomorrow, why was this not the first thing we talked about today? Truly. Like, I can't. And then I feel bad that I left, but I'm right. like, you should feel bad for putting it off till 5.10. Yeah, exactly. It's important. Like, I don't understand people. And I feel like I'm losing my freaking mind. This is what happens when I stay at work for lunch. I literally feel <laughs> leaving. I leave feeling like I lost my mind. Well, I'm so sorry that that, that happened to you today. Thank you, Kate. But thank goodness it's not an everyday thing. I know. Thank God. And thank goodness you have a place like this to talk about it. Because I'm sure a lot of other people that are listening also understand similar frustrations. Yeah. 
<laughs> I really like that we can Skype now because I feel like I can get a lot of your emote. Like, we've been doing it for a while, guys. We've been Skyping and recording, but it's just so nice because you can get more emotions from one another. And poor Grace. Yeah. Well, um, we're glad that you're here now. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here now and be done with that. How is life for you, Kate? Give me some updates. Let me just tell you. I have feel like we have so much to talk about, so I don't want to dilly-dally for too long about myself. Um, this is how... this is. I want to sum up how life is for me in, like, one word. I think it's one word. Grout fit. I literally have one gray sweatpants <laughs> and a gray t-shirt. I have realized, ladies and gentlemen, that I despise January. I'm sorry uh -huh. if you like January, if you were born in January, if it holds a close sentiment to your heart. I don't like it. I don't like the weather. I don't like outside. As a person with anxiety and depression, this time of year is not cheery, nor is it fun. Um, and so I don't really like it. And I've realized that because the past, like, few days, like, last week and a little this week, like, I just don't want to get out of bed. So it's a little frustrating from that standpoint. Um, but it's okay. We're, like, powering through it. Um, this time of year, I don't know, and I'm sure there's people out there that can relate to that as well. I just have to be so much more, like, um, cognizant of that I don't like this time of year, that it's just dark. It's literally great. Everything is great. You leave to go outside. Like, I leave to go to work. Fog. I leave work to come home. Fog. I'm like, can we ever see daylight? Can we see, like, something? There is nothing worse worse than waking up and it's dark and then leaving work and it's dark it's like i didn't see the daylight today that's no. amazing yeah. yeah yeah no so it's fine we're fine i don't love it but and i also don't know if i like february so sorry february i know you're coming soon but i'm i think just this like the winter i like if it was snowing great it's not snowing it's just nasty and i don't yeah. like it I'm kind of so with you on that, but, like, for January, February, and March. <laughs> no, same. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm afraid it's going to stem a little longer than just January. I'm trying to be, like, positive, you know? Like, maybe it's just a January thing. But something tells me that it's not. So, if you like this time of year... Do have a Valentine this year? Do I? Yeah. No. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> Negative. What about you? <laughs> Tell us. Do you have any updates? Um, no, not really. Me and, um, my sweet friend that I discussed last week, <laughs> <laughs> we've been staying in touch, but nothing's oh, good. So, so well, you're you not know. necessarily, you're not necessarily calling that your Valentine. Oh gosh, no. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, my mom's coming in for Valentine's Day. That so. is a great Valentine. That'll be nice. So. Yes. Wonderful. And I'm definitely taking that day off. <laughs> yes, you need to. Yes, yes, yes. It's the only thing that's getting me through right now. I wake up and say, couple more weeks till I have a day off. <laughs> I mean, truly. It's okay, guys. We are so sorry for our, like, slight negativity at the beginning of this episode. Yeah. We're just being real with you. And I'm, we, I... You relate, though. Come you on. You know people feel this. Um... Okay, we're, we'll move out of life updates just for the sake of we don't want to give you any more of our negative baggage um, because we have so many things to discuss this week that we're very excited about. First, Grace, you need to do your topic of the week, and I want to know what it is because I don't know if you decide, and I don't know if I know. 
Okay, yeah, we were between two things, and I still haven't really decided. Mm-hmm. I think I might go with um, Billie Eilish doing the theme song for the next James Bond movie. Um, she posted about this today, and just, like, if you guys know anything about the James Bond movies, you know how major that is. Like, I remember when Adele did Skyfall, and it was iconic mm. and epic. Yeah. And I just think that's such a huge accomplishment. Um, she posted about it today. I don't really know a whole lot about the movie, to be totally honest. Yeah. Like, it's coming out. Uh, I've lost count of how many that there are at this point. Um, but it's called No Time to Die. It comes out in 2020. Um, the cast, of course, is Daniel Craig playing James Bond, Remy Malik, who we really like. <laughs> I love him. He's the villain. Really, T. I'm yeah. excited. And there's some other lesser-known names. Sorry to those Let actors, me but interrupt myself to say that I'm already in such a better mood. Right. <laughs> I was like this movie's gonna be good. Ago. I don't. There's not like a date. I don't see a date. It just says 2020. Oh, April 8th, 2020. Soon. Oh, wow. That's so soon. What the heck? Oh. I've literally heard nothing about that until today. It cost 250 million to make. That's the budget. So. Oh, my God. Okay. The last James Bond movie was in 2015, so. That's wild. This is exciting. And Billy, she's the youngest, Um, I did see this, she's the youngest person ever to sing the James Bond, like, theme song for the, or, like, the song wow. for the movie. You know she breaks those records at a young age. I know, she does. She's a total record breaker. But I wanted to keep my topic of the week kind of short, sweet, and concise. Mm-hmm. Because Cades is major, and I know I'm going to have some commentary. Yes. We have a couple of... I'll do my topic, and then we're going to do a little segment called Royal Rumble, because I'm sure you all have heard about all the royal drama. But before we do that, my topic of the week is the Oscar nominations. They came out yesterday, the 13th. Um, They're pretty standard, I would say. Let me give you some facts. As far as... Well... So, the the movie with the most nominations is The Joker, which we've talked about. We talked about that with the Golden Globes. We really like that. Grace loves that movie. Right, Grace? You really like that movie. I loved The Joker. I'm really excited about it. I was, like, slightly less in love. Like, I I liked it, but I wasn't as, like, crazed about it as Grace was. But I liked it. It had the most nominations, and it also broke the record for the most, um, like, um, uh, not animated film, like, superhero film or, like comic film I'm, I'm messing up the language but the last film that held that record was the dark knight and oh, now wow. the joker has replaced it with 11 total oscar nominations um basically the thing to know about the oscars is that there were a lot of snubs which we definitely want to talk about and i want uh, grace and i haven't discussed so i want to hear her thoughts um but the thing to remember about the oscars is they kind of want a body of work so typically Someone that is nominated for an Oscar is going to need to be nominated a few times before actually winning the Oscar. Like, they want to look at you as an actor as a whole and say that this moment that you're being nominated for now is, like, your, like, peak role. Like, basically. Which is why, like, for example, Leonardo DiCaprio was nominated for billions of Oscars, and then he finally won one. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. It's important to kind of just keep that in mind with all the nominations and everything. Um... Let's talk about some of the snubs. So, of course, the one that everyone's talking about is J-Lo did not get nominated for 
um, Best Supporting Actress for her role in Hustlers. How do you feel? Honestly, I'm not surprised, and let me tell you why. Me either. Okay. I'm not surprised simply because, yes, I thought J-Lo was so good in that movie, but I also thought she kind of played herself. Yeah. Right? Like, I feel like, and I mean, I'm sure that's been, like, that might be controversial because I'm sure that people have won in the past who played characters similar to themselves, Mm -hmm. but, like, you kind of can't call it an outstanding acting performance if you're not acting that much, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. That makes Um, sense. So I think that's my logic behind. What do you think? I mean, I think it's so funny. I woke up on Monday morning and I was like, you know, when you wake up and you're setting the alarm a little bit and you're thinking about things that are going on in the world or like what you're going to do that day kind of, but you're also trying to sleep. Well, one of my first thoughts that day was the Oscar nominations. And I kid you not, I'm like asleep, like I'm asleep. But Mm -hmm. I literally had a dream that J-Lo did not get nominated and everybody was so upset. And then I looked at my phone and J-Lo didn't get nominated and everybody was really upset. So I think that like lessened the shock value. I also think, just like I was saying, J-Lo doesn't really, like she has a body of work, but I don't know, like I I should have looked this up before, but I don't know if she's ever been nominated for an Oscar before. So I don't know. I think someday that she will be. I just did not think this was her moment. I really wanted her to win the Globe. Like, that's where I really thought the money was at. But, um. You know what I would almost compare J-Lo's acting to? Who? Is The Rock. Oh. And let me explain why. The Rock has been in so many movies. He has a solid reputation in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't his initial thing. But he right. makes more than almost any actor. Like, he's respected and yeah. established. But Ooh. you don't see him getting nominated for awards. Yeah. No. And I think, too, with J-Lo, like, like kind of like you're saying, she is such a um, multi-dimensional. Like, she's an actress, and she's a singer, and she's a dancer, and she's, like, the busiest woman in the world. And a lot of times with this award show, you have to go to all these events and really hobnob with the Academy and shake hands and be really involved in film. And J-Lo is, like, too busy for that. Like, she doesn't have time. Yeah. She's to go to some ribbon cutting, you know? Yeah. So I that's another reason why I just didn't think this was her time. I do think that one day we will see J-Lo be, be credited in this way because that's just the magic that is J-Lo. Mm-hmm. Um, I am really disappointed for the red carpet, though, because I feel like she was really going to bring it for the Oscars. But sure. that's okay. Maybe they'll ask her to present. Maybe she'll go. I don't think that will happen. But we'll see. Right. Um, another snub, Aquafina. She literally won the Globe. Oh, yeah. And she didn't even get nominated, which, again, she's newer. This was her first, like, really credited role. Um, I think one day she will get an Oscar nom, and she will win an Oscar. But I just, again, she's young. Her body of work is not not that great. So I think next time it'll, it comes around, they'll be like, oh, yeah, remember when we snubbed Aquafina last time? Like, it's time to give her a little something-something. So... Um, that's interesting. Also, um, Rocket Man as a film, and then Taryn Egerton, none of them got nominated. Uh, they got, Elton got nominated for, like, score or song or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, and, uh, Taryn Egerton won a Globe for Best Actor in a Musical Drama, whatever. Um, so, that's kind of surprising. Beyonce's Lion King song did not get nominated. Interesting. I didn't really think that it needed to, but a lot of people were disappointed about that because it's Beyonce. Um, this is the other kind of big one that you kind of saw a lot of conversation around. Greta Gerwick, who um, 
directed Little Women and who's directed several great films did not get nominated for Best Director, nor did any women. It was an all-men category yet again. Um, she got not Little Women got nominated for several things. They got Best Original Screenplay. Mm-hmm. Um, several of the actresses and actors got nominated, but this Best Director nomination is always kind of talked about because it's just something that women, they haven't allowed women into really. Um, so that's kind of sad. Looking at these lists, there's like so many movies that I wanted to see slash have heard my coworkers talking about and mm-hmm. like need to see before the show. Like which ones? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Little Women, Jojo Rabbit, 1917. Oh, also my coworkers said Parasite was really good, but I don't even know what that is. Like I haven't even seen anything about it. It's like, um, oh, I'm not going to say this right, but it's like. And Ford versus Ferrari, but continue. Oh, I want to see it too. Uh, Parasite, I haven't seen, but it's like a, um, I'm not going to say, but it's like Asian. It's like an Asian cast. And so I think it's in Asian and there's subtitles maybe. Oh, okay. I'm like 90% sure about that. Yeah. He sees like every movie and he Mm. said his top three that you like have to see from the year are Jojo Rabbit, Parasite, and Joker. And he's like major movie goer sees all of them. So what? Jo- Jojo Rabbit, what is that about? Do we know? It's something to do with, like, Hitler and World War II. Oh. I thought yeah. it was, like, a cartoon for some reason. I didn't it's know. It's a cartoon. Um, I, I do recommend Little Women. It's super good. Also, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is good, but be prepared to, like, chunk out some time because it's, like, over three hours. So. Oh, my God. Um. Also, I'm just going to go ahead and say this now so we have it on record. Um, I do not think that Brad is going to win for best supporting or best, whatever he won at the Globe. I think he won. Mm -hmm. I don't think so either. I don't think he's going to win the Oscar. He's nominated, but he's, I don't think he's going to win. Um, also this is just a fun fact for all you people that are obsessed with the movie world. So Greta Gerwin, who we're talking about, director of Little Women, is Mary, is her partner, they have a child together, is Noah Baumbach. And he was the director for Marriage Story. Oh. Talk about a powerhouse. Like, That's wild. Both of their films are two of the biggest of the year. Like, real crazy. So, and Laura Dern was in both of them. So, that's oh, no. cool. Um, I also just remembered that I majorly made a mistake on picking my topic of the week. Oh. And I think I need to talk about something else when okay. you're done. What? No, I'm done. That's the Oscar. I mean, we'll talk about the Oscars for weeks to come. But the nominations okay. should happen. What, do you, what, what is it? This has been, like, the biggest week ever for beauty guru, like, shockers on YouTube. I was wondering if you were going to talk about any of this. freaking believe that I didn't think about this until now. Like, it's been consuming my week. What the heck? Give us a rundown. We're going to start with Jeffree Star and Nathan, his boyfriend of five years, breaking up. Guys, literally no one saw this coming. They have, like, ever, like, just to give you the rundown, Jeffrey is um, a very eccentric makeup artist. He is, like, if you don't know who he is, I'm shocked because he's everywhere. He makes YouTube videos. He has his own makeup brand, CEO, um, Jeffrey Star Cosmetics. And he is a gay male. He identifies male, but... He looks very feminine, like he's very androgynous, and 
he um, has been dating this guy, Nathan, who's like a very masculine looking male um, for five years. And their love story is just like, everyone admires it. They've, as long as we've known Jeffrey, we've known you with Nathan pretty much. And um, like, I was listening to a podcast maybe like two, three weeks ago that Jeffrey was on where he was talking about how he's basically married. I mean, they weren't actually married, but basically they just moved into this massive mansion in Hidden Hills. I saw the like, they did like a house tour. I didn't watch it, but I saw it was like a big, it was like trending on YouTube. Yeah, they just did a house tour like a week before. Um, and then there were reports going around that they'd broken up. But I honestly did not believe it because all the reports were saying was like he canceled a European tour, um, like a makeup tour. And his mom's been sick, too. So a lot of people were speculating it was something with his mom. We were like, why would people think they're broken up? Like, there's no way. Well, then on Saturday, Jeffrey made a video. We broke up. He does not explain very much about the breakup at all. He keeps it very vague. Essentially just says that like Nathan met Jeffrey when he had nothing and never wanted to be in the spotlight or be Mm -hmm. famous. I personally think there's a lot more to the story, but I'm not here to speculate. Oh, Um, fascinating. Yeah. It's like actually insane. If you follow Jeffrey at all, like you'll know, like my friends and I were texting when the reports were coming out, like there's no way. There's literally no way. And then last night uh-huh. I'm walking into Bible study and I get a text from my friend, Jesse saying Nikki tutorials just made a video that she is transgender. I said, wait, what? Nikki tutorials is another YouTuber that I've like, she's been around for 10 plus years on YouTube. Iconic, iconic makeup artist. Um, very like well-respected, well-known. Everyone loves her. She's Dutch. And, um, she has been making videos for literally, like I said, 10 plus years and has been huge for like a really long time on YouTube. Well, she makes a video yesterday called I'm coming out. She just got engaged. So everyone's like, what? We click on the video and she basically got blackmailed into, um, like admitting that she is transgender, a transgender female. And like, the world was literally just speechless. Like we are all, we all totally support her and it's so amazing. And everyone is like so proud of her and so happy for her. But literally I am just like dumbfounded by the fact that we have been following this girl for 10 years and no one knew. Can I ask a question? Yes. Cause I don't really know a lot about like the deepness of you, especially, you know, makeup, all that stuff. Um, so and I'm not, for anyone listening, I'm not being insensitive. I'm just wanting to ask this because I just want to no, know and understand. No, so many questions. So, this whole time, all of you who have been a fan of hers has thought she's a female? Cisgender, female, born female, yes. Everyone. Okay. So, yeah. in her video, she says that she's at, she, she was actually a male and transitioned at some point. Yeah, she said. Oh. He, um, yeah, she was born male and she's like. When my mom was pregnant with me, she thought it was a girl the whole time and came out and was shocked. And when I was old enough to realize, like, I was shocked, too, because I always felt like a female. And oh. she would wear dresses and wear her hair long as a kid. Um, and she said, I think she said she, like, started taking hormones and mm-hmm. growth stoppers at 14. 
And then fully transitioned at 19. And that was like, she, she had been on YouTube when she transitioned, like she transitioned while on YouTube and literally no one knew. So she's engaged to a male. Yes. His name's Dylan. Fascinating. Isn't it? I'm like, literally how? And then I'm also thinking like of all these people who like went to school with her growing up and stuff, like how did this story never like leak? Get out, yeah. Isn't that so wild? That is. And I'm just thinking too, like all the support for her has been incredible. Again, I don't know anything. I don't know anything well, but the, what you yeah, just told me. Yeah, the support me. has been incredible. But really, really cool support happening. But she did get blackmailed into telling it. Like she said that in the video. I love that. I mean, no, I don't love, I don't love that, but I love that she's getting all the support and that you've now educated me on this because I had no idea. Yeah. And like on her Insta, okay, mind you, this video came out yesterday. I watched it at 9 p.m. It was number one on trending with 10 million views okay. to give you an idea of how like out of the blue and shocking this was. Uh-huh. That's and crazy. on her Insta photo, like Ariana Grande commented, House Labs, uh, Lady Gaga's beauty brand. Mm-hmm. Tons of like verified super famous people. So I was like, dang, That's girl. Wonderful. Well, you do you. That's how I always feel. I know. I think it's amazing. Um, I'm glad that you remembered those things. I was kind of wondering. I just didn't know a lot about them. So I, that's why I didn't bring it up. I cannot believe I forgot. I'm always like the worst about remembering what's happened this week. I know. It's hard. It's hard to keep up when there's a lot happening. Um, speaking of a lot happening, we need to briefly touch on the Royal Rumble, the drama with the Royal family. I don't want to harp on it for too long because like, I feel like it's everywhere and people are kind of becoming tired of it. But last week on, um, six days ago, so last Wednesday, uh, Sussex Royal, which is Prince Harry and Meghan Markle released a statement, and I'm going to read it to you all in case anyone missed it. It says, After many months of reflection and internal decisions, we have chosen to make a transition this year in starting to carve out a progressive new role within this institution. We intend to step back as senior members of the royal family and work to become financially independent while, continually, while continuing to fully support Her Majesty the Queen. It is with your encouragement particularly over the last few years, that we feel prepared to make this adjustment. We now plan to balance our time between the United Kingdom and North America, continuing to honor our duty to the Queen, the Commonwealth, and our patronages. This geographic balance will enable us to raise our son with an appreciation for the royal tradition into which he was born, while also providing our family with the space to focus on the next chapter, including the launch of our new charitable entity. We look forward to sharing the full details of this exciting ne- next step in due course as we continue to collaborate with Her Majesty the Queen, the Prince of Wales, the Duke of Cambridge, and all relevant parties. Until then, please accept our deepest thanks for your continued support. Dash, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. For more information, please visit Sussex Royals. Link in bio. This shocked. Like, this was like shockwaves. Yeah. I know. I have so many thoughts. Um, like, and so then, of course, all over everywhere, people are like, Megan's going back to acting, and da 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 and it was really unclear, like, what, like, how all this went down, and pretty quickly afterwards, it came out that they did not tell 
the queen and the royal family about this announcement until after they made it. So you can only imagine the chaos that was unfolding behind the scenes at Buckingham Palace. It's so messed up. Um, I all I want to kind of explain a little bit about the whole um, being financially independent. A lot of people have been wondering about that because obviously they get paid um, to go to like their job is to go to things um, and again support the queen and do what she asks, etc. And you know their housing is paid for, their security is paid for, everything like that is paid for. Um, but the way that it breaks down is. 5% of the money that they receive comes from the UK's taxes. So the taxpayers pay a percentage and it's 5% of their budget, I guess you could say. And then 95% comes from the family and Prince Charles. So I think a lot of people were like, oh, they want to get out of the... Like, they want to stop using the public's money because they they don't want the public to feel like they are entitled to have a say in what they do, which I, mm-hmm. I kind of get that, especially raising a child. Um, but really, it's not that much money. It's I mean, it's 5% versus the 95% that they get from... Right. Uh, from from uh, their Prince Harry's dad. Um, but the one of the big things that is to be noted is that uh, Megan is, I don't know, I I, I want to say that she is from Canada, um, as well as she filmed Suits in Canada, so she lived in Canada for a long time. They spent seven weeks of their holiday in Canada, and so that's presumably where they're going to be basing out of. Um, you know, they say North America, but Canada seems to be the move. Um, also, as far as the financial aspect on Saturday, this video surfaces. Have you seen this? No. Oh my gosh, Grace. I wish I had the video. I don't know where I saw it, but on Saturday, this video comes out from last summer, last July of the London premiere of Lion King. And it's Beyonce, Jay-Z, Megan and Harry kind of on the red carpet off to the side talking. And there's some other people around. Do you kind of remember those pictures? It was like, American royalty meets British royalty. You know, it's a big deal. Well, there's a video that's now come up. And Prince, while Beyonce and Meghan are talking, Prince Harry is talking to this man. And the man happens to be Bob Iger, who is CEO of Disney. And in the video, you can hear Prince Harry saying, you know that Meghan does voiceovers. Like, she'd love to do a voiceover for Disney. And it came out on Saturday that she has signed an agreement to do a voiceover with Disney and all the money is going to go to their charity. But it's so crazy that this video has just been around, but nobody noticed the conversation of the video, the context, until it came out that she had signed this um, contract with Disney. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. So she was in London when they made the announcement and then she quickly left to Canada where they had left their son Prince Harry's been there kind of arranging some details. They had a meeting yesterday with the Queen that lasted around two hours. Prince Harry, Prince William, etc. Um, I don't know. What are your, do you have any overall arching thoughts? This is not going to go away. Like, this is going to be Definitely talked about. Definitely do. Um, so, when all of, like, these reports were coming out about Meghan being, like, a diva and problematic... I really thought that the press was just stirring the pot. I'm like, I refuse to believe anything bad about the royal family. 
Now I'm like, honey, listen, listen up. You knew what you were getting into marrying a prince. And guess what? There's a normal girl normal girl over here who's more than happy to step in as royal stepmommy. <laughs> so if you don't like the responsibility, I'll take it on for you. Cause the entitlement, it's too much. That's inter- that's an interesting take. I had not thought of it that way. Yeah. There's I- a girl over here who's more than happy to step in as stepmommy. I think that my kind of take on that is that I think that Prince Harry has a lot that he has. So Team Harry and Meghan, I can tell. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not like with. I don't. I don't know a lot about the girls. So are my thing about it is that I think that Harry has a lot that he never dealt with with the passing of his mother. Okay. And so I think growing up. I don't think that he's re- that this has really been what he wanted to do. I also think he br- blames a lot of the royal responsibilities and the duties as to why, like, just being a royal at, to his mother's death. I mean, literally, pa- pa- uh, uh, paparazzi were chasing her, and she had a car crash and died. So, And it was after she had left the royal family, and they did not provide her with security. So I think that there's a lot of just, like, things about that that he doesn't necessarily agree with. And then I think that Megan came along and gave him the confidence that he needed to speak out about it and say, listen, I don't want to do this. We're not doing this. She doesn't want to do it. I don't want to do it. So you're feeling like Megan is being made out to be the bad guy when really she's just being taking the fall for maybe some feelings that Harry's been having for a long time. I think, no, no, no. I think it's a combination. Like, I for sure think that she got into it and was like, wait, you don't want to do this? I don't want to do this either, type thing. Um, I also think having a kid changes everything. Like, I think they might have been like, okay, we can do this, whatever. But then, like, I cannot, like, the, the Brit, like, the press here, the paparazzi here is bad. The British press is malicious. Oh, really? Um, So, I cannot imagine having a young child and having to deal with that. Like, I I mean, that's insane to me. And so, I can see why they want to live somewhere where the British press don't have access to. Um, I get that. I do get that. That's, like, my, like, what I, that's kind of how I see it, is, like, I think that plays a lot in, into it, but I don't think it's been handled well. I mean, I don't think, like, she, like, she, at first it was, it said that she was coming, that she was at the meeting yesterday, but then she wasn't. I mean, it's, I don't know. Yeah. It's weird, and I don't like that they didn't give them a heads up. I think that's pretty rude. That is so messed up. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they want to have more kids, so I think that plays into it. Regardless, though, one of the main factors that I'm curious about is, they, no matter what they do or where they go, their security is going to have to be paid for. Like, it doesn't matter right. if they're in England or if they're in Canada. They're going to have to have security. And yeah, some I'll numbers, be interested to see, to see how long this lasts, if you yeah. will. And the question is, who's going to pay for the security? Like, right. there's, there's now negotiations between Canada and the UK on whose job it is now. Because security for them... Cost around one point three million a year. Wow, cannot relate. Yeah. So it, it's it's fascinating. I'm sure we'll be continuing to talk about it. Um, I'm sure. That's the Royal Rumble. 
Wow. It's a rumbling. Yeah. Um, okay. Song of the week. So, okay, song of the week. I am going to go with You Should Be Sad by Halsey. Now, <laughs> listen up. I love Halsey. I mean, we know this by now, right? Yes. I mean, me too. But I texted Cade last Friday when the song came out because my friend Mia, who I must give her credit, is the one who got me to be obsessed with Halsey, Mm -hmm. sent me the song in the morning, but I was running late to work. I didn't get the chance to listen to it until I was home for lunch. And Home for lunch. (laughs) Yes, home for lunch. That is the theme of this episode. (laughs) This week's episode is sponsored by Home for Lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Um, and I actually didn't listen to it first. I watched the video, with, which is very um, unorthodox for me. Mm-hmm. But I did text Cade shortly after watching this video, and I said, I think this just turned me lesbian. Because. She did. She has never looked better. I mean, Halsey's a chameleon. We know this. Mm-hmm. She looks different every time I see her. Mm-hmm. But her, like, body in this video, the looks she's serving, the cowboy, the horse, I was like, she is slaying. And she does not get credit. No, for she doesn't. Lo- she does not. And I'm like, I- I'm going to give the girl credit. She looks amazing she did the music is good she's paying homage to like shania twain christina aguilera lady gaga Mary underwood mm-hmm. and um yeah i don't even know how much i like the song i think that the music video still has me in a trance but i do kind of like the song it's catchy yeah no it's, it's good catchy. and me and mia were chatting because if you listen regularly, you also know that I am a big fan of Halsey and her ex-boyfriend, Youngblood, not G-Eazy. We hate G-Eazy mm-hmm. as boyfriend. And me and Mia have decided that we think this one is about G-Eazy, not Youngblood. Oh, oh As I so affectionately refer to him as Dom. Oh. Well, yes, I know. We know. We know that you like <laughs> Youngblood. <laughs> I'm going to send you a picture of him that he posted this week. I was like, I have a crush on him. Um, also, Halsey did tweet today and said, I thought this went without saying, but dot, dot, dot. The baby line is supposed to be facti- fictitious, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. What does that mean? Um, in the song, she says, I'm so glad I never, ever had a baby with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But what is, what is... I think maybe people were... Perhaps speculating that, like, she wanted to have children and he didn't, or she got pregnant and there was a complication, or I'm sure that people were... Okay, so she's, like, so by, by her tweeting this, she's saying... She's saying there's no meaning behind it besides okay, this okay. rhyme. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought, but I just wanted to make sure. I like that song as well. I'm very excited because Halsey's album, Manic, comes out on Friday. Um, it's going to be super good. It's like... All the songs that she's released so far, like, as singles, have been really good. And she said that this is kind of a twist. It's the first album about her. It's not a concept album. It's more about her. And so she has manic depression. um, And that's why she's naming it Manic. And so she says that every song is going to be completely different and change just like she does. Um, So there's going to be rock. There's going to be pop. There's going to be country. There's going to be R&B. I'm Um, excited! 
Yeah, it's going to be incredible. And so she says, if you do not like at least one song on this album, then you do not like music because there's going to be a song for everyone, which I'm very excited about. And I'm sure we'll talk more about her about her album next week after it drops. But that's happening this Friday. I'm so excited. Um, as well as the Jonas Brothers have a new song out on Friday, which I'm very excited about. I think it's called What a Man Gotta Do or something like that. Oh, um, yeah. And then Mac Miller is uh, releasing an album uh, which you guys know he's passed, but he was almost finished with an album whenever he passed. And so his family and collaborators um, work together to finish this. And so that's going to be a very somber moment, but also exciting for all his fans. So a little music update. My song of the week, um, really my album of the week, Rare by Selena Gomez came out. This album was five years in the making. I am so excited. I've been like waiting. I remember the time and place I was whenever Revival came out in 2015. And um, so we're, I'm like, the whole thing is good. Like this is literally pop. Um, you should listen to the, to it all. Um, I have several favorites um, and it's constantly changing. Um, but currently I really, really like kind of crazy okay i'm gonna check it out but ring is good rare is good um dance again is good a sweeter place is really good cut you off is good but like it's all good i highly recommend i'm very proud of selena for being back out there and putting out this pure art so wow yes i'm very lit about it okay let's do save on instagram i have a lot of things to say okay I'm sure that I can come up with plenty in myself. Okay, okay. Good. I'm going to kick it off with a, um, a video that Joe Jonas posted. Yes. <laughs> you guys all know where I'm going with this. I hope. And he said, don't be rude because <laughs> they, he and Nick and Kevin reenacted an iconic scene from the early seasons of keeping up with the Kardashians where Kim comes in pissed and starts hitting Chloe with her purse. They have the whole dialogue like memorized and they're mouthing the words. You guys, it is so funny. If you haven't seen it yet, go check it out. It's good. It was a TikTok, and all the families like reposted and con it's been, yeah, it was good. I loved like Chris Jenner posted the original video and then reposted their video and it was cool to see. Oh, I love that. Um, on Sunday night, you know, it's award season. We had the critics choice awards. I honestly don't know a lot about it. I did not know it was televised or else I would have watched it and been able to tell you more about it. It was on the CW. I didn't learn until afterwards. But some of the red carpet looks were incredible. Zendaya looked so good. Oh she God. had on this like, oh my God, like I don't even know. Like this. It looked like a, like it was like melted on. It was. It was. It, it was morphed so to her body. Good. Yeah. And like this like pink number. It was great. JLo redeemed herself and looked incredible on this carpet. Um, the cast of This Is Us was there. They looked great. Um, it was just, there were so many good looks on that carpet. So you should like go to like people or something and check it out. Cause there were some incredible looks. Um, yeah. Okay. My next one was posted by Jennifer Aniston mm -hmm. and she said, hi from the girls across the hall. Uh, and it's her Courtney Cox and Lisa Kudrow from Friends. And it appears that they're at like a restaurant or something. And I'm just like, what timeless beauties. And the mm. fact that they all still hang out, like, it uh, makes me emotional. No, me too. It's so good. Like, every time. It's so good. So sweet. And don't you know, whenever they take a picture, they're like, oh, this is going to 
make news. Like, that's oh, incredible. Totally. That's incredible. Um, my next piece is that Gigi Hadid and Zayn are back together. Oh, I saw that. In case anyone is confused, they've now broken up and gotten back together more times than we can count. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, we literally only see Zayn whenever he's dating Gigi. Like, they broke up sometime last winter. I have not seen hide nor hair he's of him since He's been hibernating then. somewhere. Yeah. I have not seen him. So, that's just kind of funny that he's only, like, not relevant, but you only... He's the only scene when he's a Gigi Hadid. Um, they're back together. They were spotted out several times over the weekend. His birthday was Friday, and he went out with Bella, Yolanda, Anwar, and Dua Lipa for his 27th birthday. So what a, like, like if I saw that group of people walking down the street, I'd be like, what the heck is happening? Like, the fact that Dua Lipa now dates Gigi's brother is crazy in itself. Um, but, yeah, they were out on the town. I guess I'm happy for him. I don't, I don't know if he's good for her. I don't know. I just wanted to tell you they're back together and they'll probably break up again soon. So stay tuned. Yeah, probably. Okay. Ooh, I have a lot of good ones this week too, Cade. Hmm. Okay. My next one I'm going to do. Sophia Richie posted a photo and said art direction by Lionel Richie. Swipe mm. to last photo to see why, to see him telling you why his photos are better than anyone else's. And I had to send this to my dad. Because if you are a loyal saturation listener, you know that when I went to Ireland over the summer, I was panicking because I knew that my Instagram had to be on point, yes. but my only acquaintance on my trip was my dear father. My dad hates social media. He hates taking pictures. So we had to do a little crash course. And let me just say that my dad got very good at taking my photos of course my favorite photo of 2019 that i posted my dad took oh he's an artist iconic so i sent it to him and i was like uh lionel richie's daughter posted this and it reminded me of us and he was like totally oh that's cute it was so cute and it's it the photo is really cute it's like a stunning photo of her first and then you swipe and you see Lionel taking the photo and his friend is holding a light above the camera. Yeah. It's like a whole shoot. Yeah. It's a whole production. So that's hilarious. My next one, this is probably the thing I was most excited to talk about on this podcast this week. Mm -hmm. It's also Gigi Hadid related. So I don't know. Some of you listeners might be too young, but when you reach a certain age, you get summoned for jury duty. I was actually summoned for jury duty last week and I could potentially be serving sometime in March. And right now, in New York, Harvey Weinstein's rape and sexual assault trial is happening. It's going to be a huge case. Um, and so, of course, they call 120 people to jury duty to test to see if they can be in the, jur- in the, jur- in the jury for this case. Um, and one of, the, one of the 120 people is Gigi Hadid. I saw that and I was so dead. And I'm the, like, the thing okay, about the fact that celebrities get called to jury duty, I was like, wait, really? No, they do. Yeah. And then just the like, I can't. Yeah. If they live and work in a city, that I mean, yeah, they do. And the the crazy thing is like, this case is so nationally known that it doesn't matter if you're Gigi Hadid or if you're me or you, Grace, like, everybody knows about this case and knows how awful it is, 
So, you know, of course they're trying to pick people that don't have relation to him, etc. So, on Monday, Gigi was in court. And, like, literally, this just blows my mind that this happened. Like, I cannot believe that Gigi Hadid could potentially be in the jury at Harvey Weinstein's case. Like, what world do we live in that this happens? Incredible. I know. Literally. Um, she was asked if she knew... Um, she was asked if any... Or, the judge asked if any of the 116 people there knew the member of defense, Harvey, or the prosec- or the prosecution. And Gigi was one of the two people to stand up. And she said, I've met the defendant. Um, and she... Uh, they asked uh, whether she knew anyone in the in the um, in the list of potential witnesses, and I guess Selma Hayek is. And she said, "I have met Selma Hayek and possibly Ryan Bita." She said, "I think I'm still able to keep an open mind on the facts." <laughs> so it's not clear if she's made the cut or not. I know she was back there today. It just makes this high-profile case like. 10 times more high profile if that could even happen because now like paparazzi are not only going to be there for Harvey Weinstein they're going to be there for Gigi Hadid. She's going to make Gigi Hadid is going to make Harvey Weinstein's courtroom her runway. Like I know. That's iconic. And it's going to go down in history. Like I honestly hope I honestly hope that she gets to. I don't I don't see a world how that could happen but honestly if it does let it be. There's no chance, but I'm really holding out hope. I'm here for Gigi Hadid taking down Harvey Weinstein. 100%. <laughs> okay. My next one is Billie Eilish posted a series of photos and videos from her vacation in Hawaii, and she said, Ben gone. Now, A, I was excited to see this because Billie on vacation, the girl works hard, she's young. I was happy to see her taking yes. a break. I was also shooketh because the last thing I want to do is objectify such a beautiful young talented girl mm-hmm. but we all know how Billy dresses generally mm-hmm. very baggy masculine clothes and she did like a couple it's nothing crazy but in a couple of the videos she's wearing a bathing suit which she should oh. be able to do without anyone saying anything I think I was just so surprised to see it because she normally does it no she usually shows like no body parts. It's all part of her shtick of like... Yeah, very off-brand. Not my talent, not my body. Mm-hmm. But I was I was happy to see her just kind of let go of that, I don't know, expectation or insecurity or whatever yeah. um, it may be. So I was A, happy to Incredible. see her on vacation and B, happy to see her just let loose a bit. Mm-hmm. Like, this is me. This is what I'm doing. And if you don't like it, too bad. True. Um, speaking of being shooketh, this news broke on Friday and I was having a hard time. Okay. What is it? Justin Chambers, who plays Alex Karev on Grey's Anatomy, Mm -hmm. is leaving after 16 seasons. He was, he was the only other original castmate. It was like him, you know, it was Alex, Meredith, like, I don't know. There were like four of them, five Mm -hmm. of them, whatever. He's leaving. Um, which is sad in itself, you know? Um, this is literally the longest running medical drama in history and it's still, it's in, it's in season 16. It's still ABC's highest rated and most watched show. Um, and Justin is 49, which I did not know. That was kind of shocking. 
so of course everybody's like, well, dang, like he's going to be killed off. It's going to be tragic. It's going to be so hard. Oh, no, 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 no. It comes out that his final episode has already aired. <gasps> nah. So, and of course he has a wife on the show. Uh, there's a lot of uncertainty happening. It, it was also reported that he's that he is also seeking treatment for stress, depression, depression, and life coaching. Um, in his statement, he you know thanked the fans, but ultimately said that he's wanting to move a different direction in his career, maybe kind of do some producing more behind the scenes type things. I don't know. I'm very upset. It's it's a lot to deal with. It's a lot to process. I thought it was gonna be fine because like M- Meredith Gray can do anything, but then Ellen Pompeo who plays Meredith Grey, um, tweeted and was like, something about like, talk about devastating or something. Like, she's extremely upset. So that's not great. Um, Yeah, any Grey's Anatomy fans out there, you know this is a big deal. And my heart is with you. We're all mourning together. Okay. Um, My next one is Justin Bieber posted an um, IGTV of a video he was featured in that David Dobrik posted on YouTube, guys. Yes. First of all, let me just say, like, we all know I'm a big David Dobrik fan of his videos and his whole thing. But seeing him with Justin Bieber, who has been, like, my number one ride-or-die crush in life since I was um, in sixth grade? (laughs) Twelve? Yeah. Seeing him just, like, being normal and acting natural and goofy with like normal-ish people mm-hmm. it made me feel some extra type of way and he was just like so cute in it I can't describe the spell that that man has on me but like I don't think it'll ever change he can go through all the phases in the world and I still think I'll be 65 in love with Justin Bieber yes I agree. I'm having like a hard time. I loved the video with David. I'm having a hard time with Justin right now. Why I'm, is that? I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm just like between the whole Selena thing, which that's not really that big of a deal with that song coming out and now he's releasing stuff. I don't love that. I mean, listen, I don't think that's purposeful. I don't love that. Obviously, I don't love his management and the whole yes. ongoing drama with Taylor Swift. Um, last week it also came out that he has Lyme disease, which would explain a lot of the things that have been going on with him. So I'm very sympathetic for him. But then on top of all of this, he posts these graphics and they're deleted. So you might not have seen them, but he posts these graphics telling fans how to get his song to number one. Okay. Yeah. He, let me also speak on this. He is being so thirsty to get this song to number one. Let me start by saying it's a bad song. It's not that good. Okay. (laughs) I will start by saying that. I will also say that I think he was in David's video as an attempt to make his song number one. And I'm like, sweetheart, you can still make a number one song, but it ain't going to be with Yummy. (laughs) No. Nobody wants that song to be number one. And it's number two this week. And I don't want it to go number one. Because you should not have to tell people how to get your song to number one. That's not the purpose of the charts. That was really cringy, I will admit. (laughs) Also, it makes me really nervous that if he's so hard trying to promote this single, does that mean that there's not other good potential number one songs on the album? Like, why are we working so hard for this song? 
I know. Also, I think it's, it's like the first single, but like, uh, if no. that was the first single, it means you really like it. <laughs> yeah. And I have some questions. If that's a representation of the rest of the album, I'm just going to say that I'm not going to be here for it. No. It's um, not good. My last like little tangent on this small rant about Justin is, you know, I have a Taylor Swift fan account and... I did see some screenshots, and they could have been made up, photoshopped, whatnot. They did look pretty real to me. But Scooter has been messaging people wanting to pay them to stream Yummy. So, I just don't really... It just makes it look like no one's streaming it. Yeah, so I don't know. Like, it's meeting their expectations, and I'm like, it looks really bad. Yeah, I don't like it. Anyways. But I did, I did like him in David's video. I love when David has guests. I thought it was really cool. Same. Let's but did you laugh in the video when that one guy said, like, <laughs> love him, but Yummy's just not it. And then he's right behind him. Yeah, incredible. I was like, thank you. But then he, he like, reneged on the whole thing. He was like, no, I'm just kidding. It's so good. I'm like, don't tell him that. Like, <laughs> ridiculous. <sighs> um, My next thing is, did you see all of these, all this drama with Rob and Black China? Oh my god. I do have a question about that. Okay, wait, let me my... tell wait, okay. let me tell some of the facts. So yes, give me the facts. That might not have heard about this. So Rob Kardashian has a child, Dream Kardashian, with Black China. They've been separated for a few years now. It was a really nasty ending, etc. But now he's filing the documents came out last week. He's filing for primary custody. Um right now they have custody and he wants to take China's custody from her because he says that she is um well he, he says a lot of things but he wants to move her parenting time to just the weekends and a nanny must be present whenever Dream is with China as well as she must take a drug and alcohol test 30 minutes before and after Dream is in her vicinity um in the documents, it says that she... And there's people to back this up. It's not just, like, Rob spewing this. It's, like, workers of hers that obviously now don't work for her. Chloe has been, um, like, gone on record saying some things. Um, he said that she regularly parties at the house with Dream there. And, all, and it often has strangers over. She does cocaine while Dream is at home. <gasps> A former assistant of hers says that she's drunk all the time. And that she spends a minimum of $600 per day on alcohol. Um, she's constantly making violent threats to people in her home and getting physical with them. Um, there was an incident with that hairdresser of hers that said that um, she once threw a very shopped object, object at him because she got so angry about something. Um, and then Chloe and Rob kind of testified to this saying that Dream has been... Um, acting very different when she comes back around Rob. She's been doing very inappropriate dances and acting out sexual positions that she's learned from her mom. Um, okay, that but, was the part I had a question about. Yeah. My mom sent me, like, an image of that headline from Facebook, and it said, like, E! News. Mm -hmm. So I go to E! News to read the article because I'm like, literally, what? And I couldn't find it. So I'm like, was that fake? Did they take it down? Am I just missing something? But I'm glad to hear someone else say that. No. that That's like in the documents. As well oh as um, 
they uh, they say that Dream has been using extreme curse language and being very aggressive when she's back in the care of Rob, um, and that often she will cry and say that she doesn't want to go back home to China, um, not not to China, the the place, right? Her like, mother, sorry. China. Um, but it's just great. Like it's, I don't think that Rob would make all this up and have all this out in the open like this if there wasn't a serious issue. Um, if you know anything about Black China, her mother, Tokyo Tony, is literally insane and is so aggressive. And, like, she had a reality show at one point on some random channel, and I saw clips, and it, like, is so aggressive with China. Sweetie, so, sweetie, what is her mom's name? Tokyo Tony. Look her up. <laughs> and she, um, she raised China that way. And so now their worry, I think, is that China's raising Dream that way. Um, and it's very sad. Also, it's the first thing when I read all this that I, that I thought of was that if you remember when um, Kendall was on Harry Styles, she was on Late Late with Harry, James Gordon, um, said that Rob was the best parent. I don't think that that was necessarily strategic, but I think it just goes to show that they have some things going on and that Rob's really concerned about his daughter and that's like his main priority. Definitely. I, I personally want to see her out of the house with Black China because I think that Black China is not fit. But Agreed. <laughs> also, some drama that's going to come out in all this is that, you know, she also has a child with King. Or she has a child with a tiger named King. So what's right. going to happen with King? Is this going to be an issue? Who knows? Right. Stay tuned. Wow. Anything uh, else? I have three more things. I can okay. do them very quickly. I'm sorry. There's a lot that's been happening. Um, on Saturday night, Haley Bieber and Selena Gomez were having dinner at the same restaurant. And it turned into a little bit of an issue. Um, they were both at Craig's in West Hollywood, which if you know anything about Hollywood and pop culture, that's like the celebrity hotspot. So it's not that surprising that Selena and Haley are both there having separate dinners. Selena was there after the Dr. Doolittle premiere, celebrating her new album with friends. Haley was there with Madison Beer, who is a friend of Selena's. They've been in the studio some together. It's unsure what happened, but basically the Selena, the Selena, the Selena, Selena, however you say Selena's fans went mm -hmm. to the latest picture that Madison Beer posted in November. She hasn't posted since November and are like going off on the comments about Wait. how she's such a traitor and she's like all these like heinous things about because she what? Like that she's a snake and she's a traitor because she was having dinner with Haley Bieber. Oh God. And Selena had to go in there and comment and be like, this is awful. There's no bad blood. Like, I love Madison so much. Like, stop wow. making this a thing. Super crazy. Next announcement. The Grammys is in two weeks, and Demi Lovato is performing. Ooh. Very exciting. She hasn't performed at the Grammys since 2017. Um, she also hasn't really performed that I know of since 2018, um, when she had her relapse. So, um... And also fans are speculating it's um, new music. So that's very exciting. I cannot wait to see her back on the stage. Um, mm -hmm. Second to last thing, Sophia Bush is joining This Is Us Season 4. She played on One Tree Hill. Mm -hmm. I don't remember her character right now. It's, I'm blanking on it. Um, but it was one of the main characters and people loved her on that show. And now she's joining This Is Us and I could not be more excited about it. 
And then, last but not least, um, Vanessa Ann Hutchins and Austin Butler broke up today after eight years. I saw that. My friend sent it to me. I'm like, it's official. Love does not exist. Yeah, it's sad. I hate that for them. Me That's too. all. Does that wrap it up yep, for you? That, yes, that's all for me. Okay, guys. I have to go to yoga to get my mind right after this day. But thank you for letting me talk about things I actually care about. Yes. We <laughs> agree. We're so grateful. Sorry this is a longer episode, but again, lots is happening. And thanks for listening. We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Adios. I hate when I say adios. <laughs>